Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed.
As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our little feelings, and then make those characters fight for our amusement. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, in no particular order, is Whiskey and Ken Knapsack. I know the order, <laughs> and I'm second, but I'm here. <laughs> you are more important than the Whiskey, by far. Allegedly. Uh, yes, you are. So let's just get right into this. People know what databank brawl is. Yeah. They know what this is about. We have these characters. They fight. We get some information from them uh, on the StarWars.com databank, a little bit more from Wikipedia, and tragedy, violence, and beauty happen. It's a wonderful thing. As it should. This is going to be a little bit of a difficult week, I think, for us, because Ooh. this is one of those weeks where uh, we have a character who is a little bit outmatched. But sometimes we find a way. Oh, we do. Are you ready for our first combatant? I think so. Our first combatant is Galen Urso. <laughs> All right. He, you know, he was right on the edge for me of, like, sometimes I try to hold back on the main yeah. characters. But you know what? Rogue One has a lot of main characters. Yes. Like 27 main characters besides Jen. So I figured, why not let Galen have his day in the sun? Okay. In the deadly, deadly, violent sun. Here is what StarWars.com databank has to say about Galen Erso. A brilliant scientist, Galen Erso was coerced into using kyber crystals to enhance energy yields. Work his friend Orson Krennic then weaponized to create the Death Star's super laser. Galen fled to remote Lamu with his family, but Krennic tracked him down and forced him to resume his work. Trapped. Galen seeks to build a fatal flaw into the Death Star and reveal it to the Alliance. Tragic, important figure in Star Wars lore. Yeah. Yeah. How are we going to figure that one out? I don't know. Wait, wait, wait till you see who he's fighting. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's terrifying. So uh, wh- what do you have up there about Wikipedia on, uh, uh, on Galen? Yeah, a lot, obviously, because because uh, not only Rogue One, but Catalyst novel just has a lot of great yeah, stuff. Yeah, so there's a ton. Yeah, and guys, if you haven't read Catalyst, uh, go ahead and do that. One of the best Star Wars novels out there. Uh, 56 years old at the time of Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Uh, Homeworld Grange. Is that... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. That sounds like a cat disease. He's from uh, Grange, Grange, huh? Okay. Human male who is 1.83 meters tall. Hair color auburn, though later gray. Uh, eye color brown, skin color light. Um... A lot there, a lot what's going on. A very smart guy, kind of one of those troubled geniuses. You know, good thing he had Lyra or so around to kind of, uh, I think, keep him upright a lot of the time, man. He was uh, in his head a lot. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, flipping through some images of him, uh, obviously he is a he's a handsome man. He's usually uh, he's bearded a lot of the time. He apparently, uh, at least according to Rogue One, Right. Never in any iteration of his life washed his hair. <laughs> right. His hair is always yeah. matted and wet. It's matted and wet on Lemu. It's matted and wet when we uh, see him uh, in yeah. charge of the actual Death Star uh, construction sort of facility there on uh, Edu. Yep. 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 One promotional shot of him in his Imperial Graves, hair hair kind of clean, but not, in a, not, not from the movie. That's just his school picture. That's his school picture. All right. All right. And yeah, he's not... He's not a fighter. He's yeah. not a lover. No. Well, he is a lover to Lyra. Yeah. Uh, that's how, how we got Jen. But yeah, he's then a he w- scientist. Yeah, he was emotionally distant, so it's kind of fair. It's emotionally distant. Yeah, yeah. He saw the Kyber crystals for their sort of scientific value, and Lyra, his wife, taught him to maybe see them a little bit more as 
the romance of them, the sentience of them, yeah. the emotional power of them, as well as the scientific power. Right. Uh, great stuff about Galen Walton Urso. Um, Walton? From uh, James Lucino, the author of Catalyst, a Rogue One novel. Uh, Lucino envisioned him as a brilliant researcher who lacked the ability to communicate with others, instead relying on his wife Lyra to act as an anchor to the world. Uh, Lucino described Galen as a conscientious objector, willing to reject any research that was directly tied to politics or warfare. Yeah, and that is this tragic tale that he realizes, turns out, that's impossible. Uh, so, any other any other details from there that you want to share? Do you want to go straight into your feelings about Galen? Straight into my feelings. Let's talk about your Galen feelings. I love my I love Galen so. Yeah. I, I think uh, uh, Rogue One, as much as there's so much I love about Rogue One, and Galen is part of what I love, but I think more about what I love about Galen comes from the Catalyst novel. Yeah. Uh, I just think because of the story, because how the story played out you didn't necessarily need galen to be a main character you didn't need a lot focused on him you got it you know yeah. you got the idea of what he was so you didn't get to see mads mickelson do his uh, do his thing um i thought to to we, we i could have taken a little bit more of galen absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah i really like this character because i think i agree catalyst does a really great job of of uh, portraying him as somebody who is both brilliant and mm-hmm. ignorant at the same time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, just super hyper-focused on this very fascinating to him study of what all powers can be coerced right. out of kyber crystals. And then by right. the time he realizes, oh, wow. These are weaponized. Yeah. These are weaponized. There's so little he can do about it. Right. He eventually runs away. And then even once he's captured, then he becomes noble. Right. Then he realizes the folly of his ways and realizes... You know what? I'm just going to go and play along because if I play along, they won't hunt my daughter. Yeah. Um, or hopefully they won't hunt my daughter and I will uh, try to build in this flaw. Point blank. Let me ask you. Are you okay with the fact that he built that flaw? Yes. Oh. Uh, I, I, have, I have had the Star Wars Council myself. Yeah. Because I didn't need it. I liked, I liked that it was just the hubris of the Empire. Yes. But I think this also works. I think we're in the same spot. We've never really, really dug into that. I don't think no. just point blank. Yeah, I think I, I didn't need that is a great way to phrase that. Um, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. It just I, that uh, that is the one criticism that people have had of Rogue One that I kept coming back to that I had trouble defending. Like, yeah, I get it. It made yeah. it too convenient or small or everything. And, and other people said, know. like, here's a movie that fixes a major plot flaw from A New Hope. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what? It was not a major plot flaw. Right. That's why the movie changed the effing world mm-hmm. for 40 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Uh, but in, Side discussion. Yeah. Sure. And there is the, the, the slipperiness in right. canon right now of... Did he build in the flaw? Well, he built in the flaw. We know that. Right, right, right. But did he build in the access to it, or did the Rebellion figure it out once the plans were delivered by our heroes in A New Hope? Yeah, because I Because the novel says kind of one thing. The novel does go with the idea that he almost tricked Galen into, or tricked Orson into overlooking it or creating himself, right? Yeah. There's those exchanges, those great exchanges. Those memos where he's like, well, we could get rid of some of the excess energy this way, or we could have this exhaust port right below the main port. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then I believe Pablo Hidalgo tweeted something that disagreed with that at some point. Right. So who knows? There's still mystery to be discovered, but Galen's character remains intact that he was somebody who realized that he had made a foolish mistake and then did his best to fix it. Right. And we'll see if he can fix what he's up against here on Databank Brawl. All right. Here's what he's up against. 
the combatant that Galen Ursa will face is a Gundark. Ooh. Because we like to do our people versus creatures every once in a while on Data Bank Brawl. And this is particularly vicious. I must have had a bad day when I put this episode together. Here is what StarWars.com has to say in their databank about Gundarks. Even the most backwater and uneducated pilots in the galaxy have heard of the legendary Gundarks. Massive. Predatory creatures from the Vancor system. Jedi Knights Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi had multiple run-ins with the aggressive creatures during their time as partners, both prior to the Clone War and during. A weird entry for StarZ.com data bank. <laughs> Particularly, it just calls Anakin and Obi-Wan partners? Yeah. Like, fair enough. Anakin was a Jedi. He's yeah. not yeah. Obi-Wan. Yeah, but still, anyway. Yeah. But Gundarks, fascinating to me because they are an offhand reference in Empire that becomes a full-fledged thing in the Clone Wars animated series. Right. You look strong enough to pull the ears off a Gundark. Yep. And then we learn what a Gundark is. So uh, what do you got there on Wikipedia about All right. Gundarks? All right. I'm looking at the planet. So planet Vancor is yeah. their home world. Okay. V-A-N-Q-O-R. Okay. 16 claws. All right. All right. Um, Is that in their stats? 16 claws? In their stats. Two meters tall, roughly. Skin color red. They look like demonic goats with uh, large (laughs) gorilla-like kind of arms with bird talons and claws, and then like human arms coming out of their sides. Yeah, they got weird little second arms, and it it looks like they have two pectoral, two sets of pectoral muscles. Two chest muscles. Two chest muscles, right? A lot of bench pressing going on. Yeah. Yeah, it almost looks like a tall creature put on the top of a body of a like an NFL player. <laughs> this looks like you let a kid go to yeah. town in the Lego store. Yeah. So you made something weird. <laughs> yes, that's a great way. <laughs> An abomination going on here. Um, so in season one of Clone Wars, uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan guard Padme, and uh, they... Uh, uh, wait, wait, hold on. What am I reading there? Um Oh, no, I'm reading a different story. All right, so they, they, <laughs> they, sorry, they did not appear in canon until the first season of Star Wars, the Clone Wars series. Yeah. But what I'm re- referencing is why, at some point prior to Anakin and Obi-Wan meeting and guarding Padme from an assassination attempt, and this is Attack of the Clones, Obi-Wan and Anakin fell into a Gundark's nest. Yes, because they talk about it in the elevator yes. and in, in yes. clones. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Sorry about that confusion. Uh, but they are, you know what they remind me of, and, and only some people will get this, uh, there's something about their design that they look like a monster from Legend of Zelda, like a big boss yeah. that would be a pain in the ass to fight. They look like something, the The picture I'm looking at is kind of like a mid-90s computer design. It looks like something from like Doom. Mm-hmm. Like you're running around. Yeah, are you looking at this picture? Yes, that's <laughs> what I'm looking at. Yeah. Uh, so. Also, should be noted that uh, Force Awakens connection, the gang leader Tasu Leech used a Gundark bone as his rifle's grip. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. So so it sounds like basically the main idea of the Gundarks as they've been developed is that they are relatively rare. You don't run into them all, that often, mm-hmm. but any pilot worth their salt, like Han Solo... Mm-hmm. Knows of how terrifying they are with their big toothy mouths, their long ears, their double, their forearms, and their feet do just end in big old claws. Yeah, they don't got toes or anything; just big old <laughs> yeah. claw feet. You're right. 
Yeah, and they're demonic red. So they're terrifying. How do you feel about Gundarks? Do you like that they were fleshed out? I mean... Do you like how they were fleshed out? Sometimes the answers you want aren't the answers you get. (laughs) I uh, am okay with the reference. I'm okay with both references, actually. I just... uh, (laughs) Seeing this... And I don't remember them in the Clone Wars. I'm going to have to go back and watch. I don't remember that. Um, They do run into them, I think, at least twice. Yeah. uh, I'm okay... No, not twice. Well, there's a lot. Dooku captured, R2 come home, Padawan lost, Wookiee hunt, a war on two fronts, bound for rescue, disappeared part two. Though sometimes it's a pelt. Padawan lost and Wookiee hunt, they appear as pelt only. Right. (laughs) We'll have a pelt only databank brawl at some point. All right. All right. But yeah. I'm I'm torn. I love the reference. Yeah. But don't love what I'm seeing now. You don't like the design, right? No. Now, why let's let's dig into this for just a second, and then we'll get our fight going. Why are, why are they not Star Wars? Like it's it's almost Star. Is there too many other like reference points? Yeah, you said it. It looks like you could place this in other worlds or video games or stories. Yeah, uh, Star Wars has some of the most alien aliens ever. Alien. And <laughs> this, um, you know, Porgs fit. Porgs fit. Yeah. Ewoks fit. Yeah. Gungans fit. Mm-hmm. This, this don't fit. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. All right. So we're going in with a big old Ken Napsok bias. Mm-hmm. I, and now, I don't hate their design. I, there is something about like living so long with the mystery of the Gundark yeah, yeah. that any answer is disappointing. It might be that. And it, they also do have, uh, they basically have uh, chin beards, kind of. Like I, w- I'm, I, I always kind of thought of him as like a pissed off ferret. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's strong enough to pull the ears off a gun dark suggests something that you can hold in your hand and yeah. then pull the ear off of. Yeah. But and again, they have ears that are worthy of pulling. But I would imagine when you see a gun dark, your first thought isn't, Can I pull their ears off? It's I hope they don't stab me with their claw toe. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is exactly what Galen Erzo is gonna be asking himself as we f- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Fight. Fight. All right. So I got some thoughts. Okay. About the timeline. Lead me here. Yeah. So I like the idea. I try not to prejudge, but I just couldn't help myself when I was putting this one together. Yeah. I like the idea that Galen or so, he's already been taken by the Empire. Okay. And perhaps he's with a group of uh, Imperials. Mm Mm-hmm. Gathering up even more kyber crystals. Right. Searching the galaxy. Ilum has been exhausted. Right. right. He's going to some other planet. We can make up what it is. Maybe not. Maybe Vancor. Maybe they think, hey, you know what? Let's go to Vancor. Vancor might have, we've got some scans that suggest some probedoids say, maybe, right. maybe Vancor. I'm going to click on this planet and see what we like. All right. Here. Maybe Vancor has some kyber crystals. It's outer rim. Uh, All it's right. A crystalline planet. Well, shit. I mean, it's almost like it's almost like you get right ahead, but I know you didn't. Yeah, it's the power of the force. Yeah. All right, it's a crystalline planet. Might have some more kyber crystals. Maybe the kyber crystals have different qualities on different planets. Galen, I think this isn't too long after they abducted him. Right. Uh, this is where the episode takes place, by the way. Uh, Dooku captured. Right. Dooku captured is on yeah. Vancor. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Amazing. Was that one of the Hondo episodes? Uh, might have been. Might have been. All right, I think that's what Dooku captured. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, mm-hmm. but regardless, okay. Galen is sent. Oh, yeah, it's a Hondo one. It's a Hondo one. It's a big old Hondo one. Okay, but that's good to know because yeah. now we know that there are weak way pirates nearby yeah, yeah, in yeah. case that affects our narrative. So, Galen is sent with a team of Imperials. Ken, what kind of support do you think that Orson Krennic can mad? Uh, manage for uh, Project Stardust in its early stages? I think just some um, not death troopers, 
They don't want to. Thrawn has those. Krennic has those. They don't. They don't. Yeah. Hand those out. Are often. there Crystal Planet troopers? Uh, there is Crystal <laughs> Vancor troops. No, <laughs> I think like a version though. I was going to say a version of like the Shore troopers because those are higher ranking specialty mm. officers. Mm-hmm. Like a biker scout type. Like a, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, 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 something like that. A couple, maybe one or two red shirts, basically. Some regular, okay. regular stormtroopers. Some regular stormtroopers and, yeah. like, yeah, some uh, elite. Yeah. They haven't got it figured out yet. It's elite. The armor's still a little weird. Who knows? Mm-hmm, Somewhere mm-hmm. between a biker scout and a short trooper. Yeah. So he's got a cadre, I think, of, like, four of those. Because I think... Yeah. Vancor, we know that's where... We know that's where Gundarks are, but yeah. we're the Empire. We'll yeah. take care of them. He's got caves. He's got that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I think Galen, he's playing his role. He's fascinated by the Kyber Crystals, and he's being dutiful of like, well, there's nothing else for me to do but lean in and do right. this. Right. So I think he, with, uh, I think he's got two stormtroopers, two elite troopers. Mm-hmm. He goes into a cave. Yeah. And I think a Gundark lives there. I think it's as simple as that. Would you say it's a nest of Gundarks? <laughs> I would say it's an empty nest of Gundarks. An empty nest. I think this is a daddy Gundark. Yes. Much like Galen Erso for the thematic resonance. Yeah. His family's left. Yeah, okay. The lady Gundark yeah. is out, you know, she's, she's uh, foraging and hunting because yeah. uh, it's a matriarchy and the Gundarks yeah. have decided. Yeah. And the young Gundarks, they've left. Yeah. This is an aging Gundark. An aging aging dude Gundark. Yes. Alone yes. in his alone. dude cave. In his dude cave. <laughs> yeah, they're non-sentient, but if he's sentient, he'd be watching some boring sports game or something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And uh, and looking at some pictures of when he played football. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or graph ball. My apologies. So, mm-hmm. there's a Gundark in there. Yeah. Lonely, angry. As much as the Gundark is aware of its own mortality. Yeah. Fighting off sort of some middle-aged malaise. Right. <laughs> and Galen walks in there. There are kyber crystals in this cave. They can see the, the, the shining. They're reflecting off some light. Yeah. And Galen's, his analytical mind is going like, yes, yes, look yeah. how big they are. Oh, that one's kind of a different shape than normal. It's yeah. Fascinating, fascinating. Ooh, yeah, and yeah. suddenly, <laughs> right? Yep. And one of the specialty troopers... The uh, Vancor troops. Um, he uh, <laughs> he's gripped by these hands, the big hands. Oh, the top. big hands just pick big, him up, pick him up, and just uh, rip him into. Okay, so the 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 one hand grabs the torso. Yep. The other hand grabs the buttocks and legs, and mm-hmm. goodbye. Mm-hmm. Ripped the yep. f apart. Yep. Thrown. I think again he throws the two halves at two other troopers. Yep. And it just creams them. Yep. Knocks them out. Knocks unconscious. Them. Yep. Two troopers left, Galen standing there with a data pad. Yeah. They shoot immediately. They fire. Yep. Yep. And they do manage to hit one of his lower arms. Okay. One of his kind of useless human arms. Galen kind of falls back a little bit um, and yells, Galen, come on, Galen. He yells, don't shoot the crystals. (laughs) Um, He pulls back, and then the Gungdark just charges at the two remaining troopers, knocks them off, guns go flying. Blasters are everywhere. Blasters flying, and he, and he rips one of their heads off. <laughs> and then he just grabs the other one and just takes a big bite right into the, 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 the armor. Oh, yeah. And just, just crunches his It's shoulder. crunchy. It's really, really crunchy, yeah. So the screams, Wilhelm screams are everywhere. Ah! 
Oh. It's bad. Uh, so, Caitlin has just a moment because the Gundark didn't realize he was biting into this armor. Right. I mean, Blaster makes his way through. Gundark teeth are going to make through, but it's chewy. Yeah. This is like an overdone steak. Mm. He's got to make his way through. I had one of those the other night. Yeah, I know, I know, where, the, I know where the Gundark <laughs> is right now. So, so Galen backs up, yeah. frightened, in, yeah. against the cave wall, and his back goes into something sharp, and he turns around like, it's a kyber crystal. Yeah. Right at his level. Yeah. And he knows the power of kyber crystals. He does know the power. He thinks, this is my only hope, is can I somehow, he doesn't know this reference, but right. his brain thinks it. Yeah. Can I somehow MacGyver my data pad in this kyber crystal yeah. to make it so I am not devoured alive? Right. Now, the question is, is he, he going to try to rip this crystal all out of the wall and use it as a projectile? Or is he going to try to shoot something from that data pad, <laughs> enhance the crystal, or have the crystal enhance what, what's coming out of the data pad and direct it at the Gundark? These are a lot of good options. And I think what he does to buy time, because the Gundark is still kind of chewing on uh, the elite trooper, and the elite trooper is screaming. The elite trooper is... Oh, that's bad. Uh, the elite trooper is yelling out loved ones that uh, yeah. he would like uh, uh, Galen to contact. And Galen's like, yeah. I got my own loved ones to worry yeah. about. Screw you, you awful yeah. monster. I haven't seen my daughter in years. I haven't seen my daughter in years. He, he remembers. Okay. I have on my data pad, because he has access to everything. Right. He has... Uh, a hollow video mm-hmm. of basically like a movie, like a made-for-entertainment movie right. about Gundarks. Okay. And he basically he sets it on the ground, he props it up with a rock, and he projects onto the wall yeah. a movie of Gundarks in the desperate attempt that a Gundark will be distracted by a movie about Gundarks, like thinking a, that's one of my own. A National Geographic documentary, basically. Yeah. Love yeah, that. I love that. Yeah, so I think it works. Yeah, at least temporarily. Okay, so the Gundark turns. Yeah, you hear, you hear like uh, the Gundark will run in the open fields on Van Call, looking for its food. It is carnivorous, so you want to avoid contact with the Gundark. Yeah, it's Atten David Burrow, yeah. the Star Wars character who narrates <laughs> these, named Atten David Burrow. Uh, like we have no idea why the female Gundarks are so anxious to leave the male Gundarks. Right. It's a matriarchal society, leaving many of the male Gundarks right. quite lonely in their sad dude caves. Yeah. Uh, and but this Gundark doesn't know the the flashes of female Gundarks on the wall. Yeah, he yeah. turns and he he paws at them, yeah. not attacking them. Just claws. Just it's just that that claw of longing. Yeah. Yeah, along the wall. And this gives Galen just a moment, just a moment to figure out how can I weaponize this Kyber crystal. So I think he works it he works it out of the wall, right? Yeah. And now he knows so much about Kyber crystals. He knows how to f- use them mm-hmm. against their will right. to focus energy. Right. So what's he going to do? I think he pulls out. Um, I think he pulls out like a little... Sensor device. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not unlike, say, a tricorder from Star Trek. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, it's not a communication device or anything. You just it, it, it's a little sensor for searching things. You know, maybe finding uh, studs in your wall, analyzing sediments. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. That's good. That's smart. That sounds smart. <laughs> um, and he just puts it at the base of the Kyber crystal and turns okay. it on, and it emits like a 
low le- level laser, you know, cause Oh, it's, like it, really. It, yeah. Is this like a uh, a pointer laser? Kind of similar, okay. but you know, again, I say, you know, finding a stud in the wall, you say something smarter, but that's what it does. It <laughs> shoots in the rock, it shoots in the mountain, it shoots in the concrete. Okay. Or whatever the, the I know there's an actual version of concrete in Star Wars. Duracrete, maybe? I think it's like Dura, well, Durasteel, and there's like a Durasteel. Yeah. yeah, there's a, yeah, there is a concrete version, uh, space version, space concrete. Space is, concrete. Is what we always call it here. <laughs> um, so it goes into the crystal, <laughs> but the crystal doesn't necessarily want to take this little, chintzy laser no 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 it has a will of its own right right and what this is a fascinating question that we've never got to ask in databank brawl we have two combatants but one of them is trying to use a sentient object to fight right what does the object want i think that we'll come to that in a moment so you're thinking though that like this is like a x-ray this is has the ability to see but it can't burn all right yeah but galen's smart right so i think Galen basically uses it like people use laser pointers on cats. Oh, yeah. Or in movie theaters to be annoying. Yeah. Exactly. To be dicks. Yeah. Cats are dicks. Yeah. So it, he, he distracts the Gundark with it, right? Yep. And then the Gundark's eyes, they have pretty small beady eyes. So this is yeah. hard. But I think he tries to line up a shot right into the Gundark's eye yeah. and basically burn out the Gundark's eye. And I think he is successful. I think he he bounces it around. The Gundark turns, looks, blah, 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 blah. And then he, he lines it up so it's boring uh, right into the Gundark's right, right eye. And th- it doesn't literally burn. Right. But it blinds it. It blinds takes him. the eye out. Blinds him. Yeah. But, you know, the Gundark's big and strong. Yeah. So he's still thrashing around. And he still can sense where Galen's going. So Galen knows he needs something more powerful from this crystal. And he's the only thing he has is his data pad and his sensor. Because uh, foolishly, he's a pacifist. What an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um, doesn't have a blaster. Now, he does see the Stormtrooper blasters, but I don't think he can get to them right now. No, and I think he's unsure if they would have an effect. Yeah, but his thought is it's worth a try. Right. So, but he needs to distract this Gundark on a high level. So he puts the sensor again right up flush base of the crystal. He knows that the crystals have some sort of mind of their own. Yeah. He knows this because his wife, Lyra, has constantly told him, Honey, they belong to the Force. They're of the Force. They are with the Force. The Force is with them. They probably have midi-chlorians. Yes. Because he was like, what are you talking about? She goes, they have midi-chlorians. Oh. (laughs) I can science that. I can science that. So I think he... For perhaps the only time in his life that we know of, Galen seeks to go beyond his mind and into his soul. Beyond his intellect. Yes. Into his identity. Yes. Yes. And I think he leans up against this crystal. And not unlike, say, a prayer, he doesn't know how to communicate with the Force. He knows of other religions in the galaxy. No, he does not feel the Force. He, he knows Lyra talked to him about, like, oh, I felt a loss yeah. when the Jedi were yeah. destroyed. Yeah, so, but, but he, he grabs it and he's like, I need you now, Crystal. Crystal, I need you now for me, for Stardust. <laughs> and I'm talking about my daughter, Stardust, not the project. Yes. The project I could care less about. I need you to save me so I may live to do good and make amends for the horribleness that I have done. Please, Crystal, take my laser and shoot it into this creature. I have two thoughts. Yeah. The sentence, Crystal, I need you now. 
should be a song by the Cars from the 1980s. <laughs> Crystal, I need you now. Um, <laughs> that was a great Rick Ocasek. That was a great Rick Ocasek. Uh, again, alienating our younger dating brawl <laughs> listeners. But man, I think I think you're right on the nose with yeah. the gin. I think he I think in fact the crystal starts to glow. He's really analytical about by the way, I have a daughter. But as soon as he's just like Jen, Stardust, Jen, I love her so much, Jen, the crystal begins to glow and it emits yeah. a concentrated blast. Yeah. What does the concentrated blast do? It blasts right into the Gundark's chest. Oh, right center chest. Right center chest. Just burns him. Boom. Does it go straight through, or is it like stopped at the flesh level? It 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 it's not strong enough to go through, but it definitely burrows. It burrows. Okay. It stings. It makes a mark. It stings. Okay, and I think then the Gundark—they're not dumb. Oh, we saw they put Anakin and Obi One through their paces. Mm-hmm. This Gundark. Rushes forward, and I think with a massive swipe of his claws, Galen manages to jump out of the way, but the data pad and the crystal are not. Galen's hand gets cut, but the data pad and the crystal goes scattering. The yep. data pad, in fact, just crashes against the wall and just fractures. It's, it's just destroyed. like it, he better hope that he has a data pad warranty <laughs> from the Empire because that thing's toast. Correct. The crystal skitters, and the gun dark advances yep. on helpless Galen or so. Yeah. I think this is a good point to pause in our combat yeah. and decide who we want to win, who should win. This is a hard one because... I mean, I don't know how... Obviously, we know Galen lives. We try to speak canonical. I mean, we try to. I, I got to tell you, <laughs> I, I, I don't see how Galen loses at this point. Going in, he was a underdog. <laughs> he was uh, an underdog. Canto bite odds had him uh, down <laughs> two to one, but... Uh, I think he comes out, and I think this uh, Gundark... You know, I don't necessarily know that Gundark dies, but right. I don't see him winning. Galen's got to win, even though the Gundark should win. Yeah. Gundark has every right to win. And look, we had some juicy violence here on Databank Brawl where he just bashed, smashed, and ate those troopers. Is a Gundark should. Right. But Galen has not only his intellect on his side, but his right. aching heart. Yeah. The thing that drove him to build that fatal flaw into the Death Star, his desire mm. that his life is not in vain, that he fought for the future, that he fought for Jyn Erso. Right. And I think he knows that's his only hope to survive. Yeah. So I think he runs between the legs of the Gundark. Okay. And the Gundark slashes down. I think mm-hmm. maybe I like even that. he like trips, that. he bangs himself up. He's in bad shape. The Gundarks have a tail. Yeah. I mean, maybe the tail slashes, it hits right. him. Maybe he throws himself up against the wall. Maybe he breaks a couple ribs. Ooh. But he's going for what he sees glowing in the darkness is the, the biggest kyber crystal in the cave. Yeah. The data pad's gone. Yeah. All he has is the kyber crystal in his wits. Ooh. Ooh. And he's in bad shape. He's Not even a, that sensor. A couple of uh, bad yeah. the blasters. Maybe he picks up a blaster. Yeah, I think he does. I think he picks up a nice, good, good old yeah. traditional. What is that? An E three? Yeah, an E uh, an E eleven? E eleven? 
Yeah, and he isn't E three E three is Boba Fett, right? Yeah, yeah. E eleven, I believe, Stormtrooper. Yeah, E eleven, nice, nice standard E eleven. Right. Uh, Ken's looking it up, so you don't yell at us later. <laughs> uh, so he, he grabs that Stormtrooper blaster. It is an E eleven. In E eleven, who's yeah. played Battlefront a right. lot? Yeah. Sawed off E three is yeah. is Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he so he goes running for that big crystal he sees, and he has some. Brilliant thought on how he can combine the power mm-hmm. of a the blaster. Yeah, I like standard that. Standard issue blaster, mm-hmm. a kyber crystal, right. and his faith in his daughter right. to save his life. Right. So, does he just simply put the blaster up to the crystal? Or does he take the cell of the blaster out? I don't think the crystal would accept yeah. just being smashed into. I think he I agree with that. He has to bond with the crystal. He's got very little time. He has to bond with it. The crystal is not just going to emit energy mm-hmm. by itself, yeah. right? 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 Right. But it will power right. something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think uh, I think the the Gundark is uh, roaring in pain and anger and yep. some middle aged depression yep. <laughs> as we've established. Yeah, working through some stuff. It turns to face Jin right in the darkness, and yeah. Jin has seconds to decide how do I combine the blaster, my faith right, and the Kyber crystal. Galen, you said Jin. I think Galen. Galen but, I but meant Galen. Jin is on Galen's. My mind. whiskey said Jin, which yes. is ironic. Yes. Um, how does he do it? I think. So, like, yeah, so the the blasters have, like, energy charges. Little, little cells, yeah, yeah. I think, I think basically he talks to the Kyber Crystal, because yeah. this is the dumbest, yeah. most not scientific thing he's ever done. Like, yeah. he's gotten, like, okay, if you if refract sur- energy, <laughs> you can coax them to unwillingly do yeah. this. But if he fully goes, like, full Lyra, yeah. and he's just like... I think he holds the crystal up to his mouth. I think he literally puts his lips on it, like somebody who's eating a mic doing stand-up. And he just starts saying, Mm -hmm. I need to live for my daughter. I need to live for Jen. She's so beautiful. She's stardust. She wears a kyber crystal around her neck. She's the hope of the universe. She's the hope of the galaxy. I am nothing. I am wasted. I just need to live to be a conduit for my daughter. She's never taken that crystal off. I abandoned her. I never explained to her what was going on. Her mother left her by not following our escape plan. I t- <laughs> he realizes that that's not the thing he should focus on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I, just, I got lost in that. This is a little. Uh, he's like, he's like, please. I, I want her to know that everything I do is for her. Everything I, I will do some bad things, but everything I do is for her. I am doing. I am doing the Empire's bidding to keep her safe, to give her hope. That is why I'm yeah. doing this. Don't worry. And I think he sees the crystal glow. Glow. And I think Close. he basically, he puts it to the front of the blaster and he twists. Yeah. And it connects almost like a scope or a silencer. Yeah. In a way it should it not. should not. It, it should not work. Science. Yeah, it's science. hanging there somehow. Yeah. Maybe the force. The force. And it, it's not quite, so it's glowing, things are working, but he connects the blaster. And this, the Gundark is starting to charge. <laughs> All those legs, the toe Galen, Galen says the one phrase he's never said in his life. He never <sighs> thought he'd say this. He says, I am with the Force, and the Force is with me. And he fires 
a massive blast. It goes right through yeah. the Gundark's roaring mouth. Yeah. Blows a hole in the back of the Gundark's head. It's bad. It's nasty. Oh, it's, it's I mean, the, I mean, the force, oh. the, the power of light is still, mm, mm. yeah. It's just, it, you know, it's not, it's, it's, a, it's a hole. Yeah. Giant hole. In this Gundark. Flails. Mm-hmm. And it falls dead. All four arms. Twitching. Twitching. Legs. Death rattle. Yeah. And the kyber crystal goes silent and falls. Yeah. And I think Galen picks it back up and is like, hey, thanks. And it's got no more to say to him. No. That was his one chance. It this, served its purpose. This kyber crystal is done with yeah. Galen. Yeah. Talk to the crystal hand. It is done with him. <laughs> it is done. It is done with him. But Galen has witnessed the full power of the kyber crystal. Yes. He has some new ideas to take back to the lab. Exactly. He knows the power of truth and honesty, and he knows those are not powers mm-hmm. of the Empire, and he is renewed in his faith yeah. that a fatal flaw yeah. will eventually not only destroy, literally tactically, yeah. the Death Star, yeah. but emotionally, truly, the Empire is impure, and eventually they will be destroyed. Yeah. Smoking hole in the back of their head, like a gun dark in a cave. A piece has fallen over Galen or so. Yes. He knows his mission, and he walks out. And then he's very alone for a very long time because yeah. there's nobody to follow nobody the ship. Around, no one around. He goes back to the ship. Yeah. And he chills for quite a long time. <laughs> Relaxes, catches himself, <laughs> catches his breath, reflects on what he learned. <laughs> And then uh, 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 a Lambda-class shuttle arrives from a Star destroyer. Yeah, Krennic's looking for him again. Yeah. Like, did you try to run away? He's like, no, a Gundark. I did uh, not try to run away. Galen, Galen, (laughs) what are you doing fighting Gundark? It was a Gundark. It was a Gundark. This only stalls the research, Galen. (laughs) And because of that injury he took from the Gundark's tail, whacked him into the wall of that cave. Yeah. Broke his ribs. Yeah. Strangely, he begins to cry blood. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little tear of blood. Just one tear of blood. He wipes away. It's not ominous at all. No. It's all fine. And he goes back to his work on Project Stardust. Credits. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's one of our battles where clearly the Gundark... I mean, had the upper hand, the upper but hand. Galen, Galen's, the, you know, it's it's a vote of confidence well, yeah. for intelligence and resource but and the power of the Force. The important thing in this story is we learn new things about uh, the Force and kyber crystals, and and that that affects the Star Wars story at large. Absolutely, and uh, you know what? Here's an addendum. Yeah. After uh, Orson lands there and he rescues Galen, Orson because he's an asshole, he goes and he takes the Gundark's ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He pulls them off. He's a jerk like that. All right. That is our episode of Databank Brawl. Thank you, as always, for joining us. If you have characters, if you have ideas of people you would like to see fight, please send them to us. Use us. Use the hashtag Databank Brawl on Twitter or Facebook and let us know who you would like to see fight. Ken, where can people find you in all your exciting business? That's right. You can find me at Ken Napsuck across all social media platforms. Don't forget I'm on Anchor with the show Daily Thrones. Season 7 of Game of Thrones is over, but we're still talking and getting ready for Season 8, never too soon. 
That is right. And for General Force Center Business, of course, please support us on Patreon.com. You can find us at Patreon.com slash Force Center. We're still building to new goals of new theme music. We would love to get to 225 reviews on iTunes. If we do, we will do a special episode of Databank Brawl with main characters fighting. You can check out my uh, podcast, Obsessed on Feral Audio. You can check out my Acorn Station Head Cannon. And you can find me on all the social medias at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and and follow us on Twitter's at Four Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. 
Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.